it's not always about sharing the most mind-blowing thing. Sometimes it's about being the person who says the simple thing at the perfect time that reminds everyone, oh, this is why we're here. When it comes to corporate settings and executive communication and meetings and being an effective communicator, reiterating in a thoughtful, strategic way is actually a huge part of the puzzle. You expanded yourself, you expanded your capacities, you took a risk, you went outside your comfort zone. You are one step closer to where you want to be. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found it. I'm Jess. Let's see. I'm the host and creator of this show. I had a nearly decade-long career in the corporate space. I was doing corporate strategy. And I went on this harrowing journey. (laughs) Harrowing is such a dramatic word, but at times it really did feel harrowing. I went on this long journey of finding confidence and finding my voice in my corporate career. And I started this podcast because I wanted to talk about some of the difficult things that I struggled with in my career and have more of an open conversation around the things that so many women struggle with in corporate. And I wanted to offer professional development advice and mentorship and guidance that came from more of a real place because I always felt like in my career that the advice that's out there on how to succeed in your job and how to be an effective leader and how to communicate strongly, the advice always felt very surface level to me. And that made me feel like all of the inner turmoil that I was dealing with and the confidence issues and the fears, like it made me feel like I must be the only one, something must be wrong with me. And I created this show because I really wanted other women who might be having that experience to know that they're not alone in the inner struggle and that so many of us struggle to find our voice and struggle to feel like we fit in and belong in the workplace. And The good news is it's something that you can grow through. It's not a place that you're going to be stuck in forever. And one of the things that I really want to do on this show is help you with that growth process and really help you find a voice and a confidence that feels really authentic to you and feels really good. Because my view is that when you are struggling with confidence and, you know, when you're struggling with your voice, you're struggling to feel good about yourself in your job, it's not because something is wrong with you you're actually really talented. The real you is strong and confident and talented and has a really powerful voice. They're just things getting in the way of you bringing that out. And so I want to help you remove some of those things that are getting in the way so that you can tap into your true authentic self, who I believe has an incredibly powerful voice and perspective and skill set to bring with her and to offer in her role and in her workplace. And That is what I'm here to help you do. Wow, that was one of my longest intros ever. But I guess that's okay because I'm aiming to do a shorter episode today. I am so talky. I record such relatively long solo episodes and I'm challenging myself today to do a shorter one. So we'll see how this goes. And I forgot to let you know that I'm no longer in the corporate world. 
Now I'm a full-time podcast host and career coach. So this is what I do, and it is amazing, and I am so lucky to get to bring this podcast to you and support my clients and finding their voice and building confidence and becoming leaders. And I'm really excited about today's topic because... This is about something that was a really big point of struggle for me. Oh my gosh, I can already tell that this episode is not going to be as short as I thought, but we'll see where things go. So when I was in the earlier phase of my career, I would say like the first three to four years of my time out being in like the full-time workforce, a really big struggle and pain point that I had in meetings was this feeling of awkwardness, but not just like light awkwardness. I'm talking like extreme awkwardness. Like I want to run out of the room awkwardness. Like I want to poke my eyeballs out of my face awkwardness. I feel like I'm going to die awkwardness. I just had this very stuck feeling in meetings, like I couldn't express myself, and the awkwardness felt like this feeling that kept me very stuck. And so what I would typically do is just stay quiet, because when you have that heavy feeling of awkwardness and then you feel this feeling of like frozenness and stuckness, your best bet is just make it to the end of the meeting, right? Like just get to the end of this thing, like like, just like let the torture end. But of course, you can't do that in every meeting, and you certainly don't want to do that in every meeting if you want to have a really powerful career. And you especially can't do that if it's your meeting, right? If it's your meeting, there is no option to be silent. You have to be taking up space. You have to be leading the meeting. You have to be, you know, telling people in the physical room or in the Zoom room what you've got to share with them and what you need from them. So there is no option to be silent. But for me, what I always struggled with was the very beginning of meetings, because at the beginning of your meeting, you're going from silence to kicking off the meeting. And so that for me felt like going from like zero to 60 way too fast of like, I have to go from this heavy feeling of awkward stuckness to like, now I need to get this entire meeting in motion. And I really struggled with that transition. And I really struggled feeling highly uncomfortable kicking off meetings because It's such a jarring pivot from being like quiet and silent to all of a sudden having to get things going. Like at least once you've started, you've started talking and you're in a rhythm. But I always found that beginning part very uncomfortable. And so if that is something that you experience, if kicking off a meeting and getting a meeting started feels a little bit clunky and sticky and uncomfortable and like something you don't enjoy doing, First of all, I want to say nothing is wrong with you. Second of all, I want to say it doesn't have to feel that way forever. I eventually loved kicking off and running meetings. Like it went from something that was deeply uncomfortable to something I actually really enjoyed doing and looking forward to. And I think a really wonderful gift you can give to yourself is like to hold that same optimism for yourself and ask yourself, you know, how would it feel inside if I believed that eventually I was actually going to enjoy this? Like eventually I would have a very different relationship with this awkward experience of like starting and kicking off meetings. And the last thing that I want to share with you, which is really the focus of today's episode, is a really simple tool that helped me work through the awkwardness of kicking off meetings and helped me go from like zero to 60 and get the ball rolling in a way that felt really natural to me and that actually felt like I could be myself and run the meeting as me versus like 
putting on like that fake work voice and persona that I think sometimes we find ourselves putting on. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share with you the formula, which is a three-part formula, and then I'm going to walk you through each part of it. So the formula for kicking off meetings is really easy to remember because it's an acronym we all know. Some of us might be haunted by it, but that acronym is GPA, but it does not stand for grade point average because we don't have to get grades in the workplace. Yay! Isn't that such a wonderful gift? Like, Whenever you're having a day where you don't like work or you're like hating it or hating yourself or whatever, you're just having a down day, just remember there are no final exams, there are no grades. Like think of all that stress that at least we don't have to deal with because there are no GPAs. But this GPA acronym is actually really important. It stands for the one that I'm sharing with you. It stands for Gratitude Purpose Agenda. So this is something that I didn't even realize that I was using this formula. This just became my way of kicking off meetings that worked really well for me and felt really good. And then as I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, it was this same formula, these same steps that I did every single time. And it very conveniently mapped to GPA. So I was like, this has to be a podcast episode. So like I said, GPA stands for Gratitude Purpose Agenda, and I'll walk you through each one. So I personally, my personality is very collaborative. I like to create a really positive team environment, working environment. That's just what feels good to me when it comes to work. I'm not in the corporate world anymore, but when I was, I just loved the teamwork element. I loved supporting each other. I loved kind of that feeling of like, we're all a team. We're all solving this together. So it always felt really good for me to open my meetings with some sort of gratitude and All that looked like for me, and this might look different for you, all it looked like for me was saying, thanks for coming into my meeting, or thanks for dropping into the meeting, thanks for joining us today. It can be really simple, right? It doesn't need to be like fancy and flowery, but this really helped me. And the reason that this helped me is because when we can tap into an emotion, like a positive emotion that's real for us and true and we can speak from that place, it really, really helps with anxiety. And so for me, I genuinely was happy to be like part of a team and working with people and in this room with people. And so when I would say to people, thanks for joining, it was very sincere. It wasn't like fake. It was me really expressing myself and talking as me and kicking off a meeting as myself. And that helped me start to get into a flow to continue to kick off the meeting. And so I think one thing you can think about is, do you enjoy being in spaces with your coworkers? Do you appreciate having them in the meeting with you? I'm laughing because I'm thinking like, You might have some people in the meeting who you don't appreciate, right? There might be some people in your meetings where you're like, I don't want them in this room. I don't appreciate them. But even if there's just one person in your meeting, in your Zoom room who you love, like maybe it's like a close coworker buddy, right? Or maybe it's someone who's on your team who reports to you who you're very grateful to have on your team. You can, in your mind, just speak to that one person, (laughs) So like if you have like a motley crew of people in your meeting and some of them you're like, I'm not so crazy about you. I don't really want you here. That's okay. Is there one person in the group whose face you're happy to see? 
And just think of them in your mind when you say, thanks for joining the meeting. And it literally could be as simple as that. Thanks for joining the meeting. So that's the G of GPA, which is gratitude. The second, the P is purpose. This kind of takes you from the emotional space, like from the heart into the mind, like into the head, into logic. So I love starting every meeting with the overarching purpose of why we are here. And that could look so many different ways depending on what your meeting is. So it could be something like the purpose of today's meeting is to review the findings from Project Z, or the purpose of today's meeting is to kick off Project Z, or the purpose of today's meeting is to assign roles for the working team for Project Z. Or maybe the purpose of this meeting is super ambitious and we're going to try to kick off Project Z, assign roles, and get started on the first phase of work. So whatever the purpose is, you want to just zoom out and ask yourself, why are we here? This is not only something that will help you kind of get unstuck and unfrozen and give you something very clear to say right at the beginning, but this is actually a very important executive communication skill because your stakeholders, especially the ones who are busier, the ones who might have a lot of responsibilities, when they drop into your meeting, they might be in a day full of back-to-back meetings, right? They've totally forgotten what this meeting is. They're not thinking about it the same way you're thinking about it. So by you bringing them back to the purpose and reminding them what the purpose of the meeting is, you're helping them understand and remember the content, which is going to help them focus. And these little things, like these little moments of reiterating the purpose make a huge difference. I think what people don't realize about like executive communication and being a really effective communicator is that it's not about like these drastic changes and like drastic overhaul to your communication style. It's about these little things that you do over and over that create a really good experience and easy experience for your audience. And so I I think people think like, oh, executive communication skills, that must be like really complicated and like I have to sound really fancy. And actually at the core of executive communication is simplicity. And what is more simple then reminding someone why they dropped into that room before you dive into anything further. That is one of the simplest, cleanest experiences they can have in your meeting. And so don't overlook this. It is so important. And what I love about it is it forces you to think more like a leader. So the way that I think about it is you know, when you're more of like an individual contributor and you're not yet into management, not yet into leadership, you, your job is very much like execution, you're focused on the weeds, you're in the details, you're about getting all the things done. And as you become a leader and grow into a leader, your job and your responsibilities really change. And it's less about being in the weeds and always about bringing yourself back to that bigger picture. I think about it like a drone, right? Like my partner sometimes flies drones to capture that drone footage. And when you see drone footage in like a film or a documentary, it's always so beautiful, right? It's like those overhead sweeping shots of like the ocean or a city. I think of being a leader and a manager as kind of like you're the drone of the company. Like you can't be on the ground in the weeds. You have to fly up above and see everything from the top and see what everything looks like when you're flying higher in the air. And so when you use this GPA formula and you get to the P, it really forces you to stop and think, 
Why are these people in this room? Why are we in this room? And I know this sounds like really simple and you're like, I mean, we know why we're in this room, like we're having this meeting, but people so often forget to reiterate these basic simple things and they don't realize how useful it is for their audience, how useful it is for their stakeholders. Just like I tell you sometimes on the podcast, you don't have to always contribute novel innovative ideas in a meeting, sometimes restating the obvious, refocusing everyone is the most useful thing. This is a similar concept. It's not always about sharing the most mind-blowing thing and showing people that like you're Einstein. Sometimes it's about being the person who says the simple thing at the perfect time that reminds everyone, oh, this is why we're here. And everyone's brains are that much more focused and that much more cued in and attentive to what you're saying. And so don't underestimate the power of this phrase. The purpose of today's meeting is blank. So we have the G, gratitude. We have the P, purpose. And so when you put those together, what that's going to sound like is thank you for joining the meeting. The purpose of today's meeting is blank, right? That gets you through the G and the P. And you don't have to use my exact words. Use words that feel natural to you. It is so important to use the words that feel like your words, even if they're different than my words. And sometimes you have to experiment with different words until you find the words that feel like you. And that's totally normal too. One of the ironic things about like finding a voice that feels natural is part of that process is having many instances where you speak in a way that feels unnatural. And I laugh in reflection of like me going through this phase of like speaking in ways that felt really unnatural and it just feeling like really uncomfortable and torturous and not fun. But it's actually a really important part of finding the voice and the words that do feel natural and I really strongly believe in my coaching philosophy and in the way that I support women in finding an authentic voice, that the times when you sound awkward, you don't sound like yourself, you tried something and it didn't really work and you didn't like it, I see those as part of the process of finding the voice that is your voice. Like I don't see those as like you've gone in a wrong direction. I see those as like you have to pass through the awkwardness and the weirdness to get to the other side. For me, it's very much like going to the gym for the first time and then you get really sore those first few workouts, like sore like you've never felt before. And then as you continue going, you get less sore or when you do get sore, it's not like so debilitating. It's a different kind of soreness, but there's no way to skip that initial phase where you're like, I can't move. I can't go up to get a glass of water because my butt hurts. You know what I mean? Like when you go to the gym, like you're like, I can't even stand up. This is too painful. I don't know why I gave my butt hurts as an example, but like sometimes it's just like really hard to like stand up. I guess it's your legs too. Oh my goodness. Okay, I feel like I'm digging myself into a hole. Let's keep going. All I'm saying is if you use some of these words, like this language that I'm sharing, and it feels awkward, celebrate. You haven't done anything wrong. Like celebrate. That means you tried something. You did something different. You expanded yourself. You expanded your capacities. You took a risk. You went outside your comfort zone. You are one step closer to where you want to be. And it's not going to feel that way forever. Keep going. All right, let's get to the last part of GPA. Now that I've begun to like slowly embarrass myself on this episode, the A stands for agenda. 
This is the agenda of your meeting. And I love stating the purpose before the agenda because the purpose puts the agenda in context. Once we know the purpose of the meeting, then when we look at the meeting agenda, it makes way more sense. So don't be afraid to reiterate the purpose of the meeting, even if the purpose of the meeting is literally in the calendar invite. It's literally the name of the meeting. Do not underestimate the value of refocusing people. It's like the same as, you know, when when you you know when you go to the movies, I don't know if this happens to you, but like Sometimes when you go to the movie theaters, one of the movie theater employees comes in the theater and like they give you an overview of the movie. They say, okay, like this is the movie that's about to play. I hope you enjoy it. And then they leave. I wonder why they do that. But it's not like you're like, oh, I roll. Why are they telling me about the movie? Like I'm here to watch it. You're like, oh, that's nice. They're telling me about the movie, right? At least that's how I react. And so just because you're repeating something people know, it doesn't mean it's um, like going to give your audience a negative reaction. And in fact, it could be really helpful and valuable for your audience. And so when it comes to corporate settings and executive communication and meetings and being an effective communicator reiterating in a thoughtful, strategic way is actually a huge part of the puzzle. And so like I said, the purpose puts the agenda in context. And now the agenda are just the bullets of what you're covering in the meeting. And I suggest you always have an agenda. Try to force yourself to come up with an agenda for every meeting. It doesn't need to be more than like two to three bullets, but just ask yourself, what are the main items that we're covering in this meeting? You can allocate an amount of time for each one if you have a sense of how much time each will take or if you feel like timing is going to be tight and you need to like really keep an eye on the minutes as they're going by to make sure everything gets covered. And if you do this, then by the time you get into the content of the meeting, your audience is so much more ready for it, right? You've welcomed them into the meeting, you've reminded them why they're there, and you've given them the overview of everything that's going to be talked about. This is such a better experience for your attendees than them dropping into a meeting and then all of a sudden we're diving into something and then half of the room is lost and confused. And the more that you train yourself to step back and say, what is the purpose? What is the agenda? How does this all fit together? The more you train yourself to do that over and over, the more you're training yourself to think and act like a leader. Leaders are constantly pulling themselves out of the weeds, (laughs) out of the bushes, and taking that drone perspective. And so when you use this formula, GPA, gratitude, purpose, agenda, to kick off your meetings, you are beginning to slowly shift your thinking to the thinking of a leader. A leader is thinking we're all getting in the room for this hour. This is valuable time. How can I make sure from the start that this is as effective as it can possibly be? And the beautiful thing is This formula also happens to really help with awkwardness. It really just helps you kind of get the ball rolling to use these three steps to get the meeting going. So give it a try. Let me know how it goes. Let me know if it feels easier to get your meeting going using this formula. Remember, it is gratitude, purpose, agenda, and it will help you not only feel better, but be more effective when you are in those rooms and when you are running meetings. 
that brings me to the end. I'm so proud I I was able to record a podcast episode that was less than a bajillion minutes, which is really exciting for me. But I have to say I do enjoy the longer ones. So there will be probably many more of those. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful day. If you want to take this work deeper, there are a couple ways that you can do that. The first way is by heading to my website and downloading my free resources. I am slowly accumulating almost like a library of, I have an ebook and I have a free video course on topics like assertiveness and executive communication. So if you head over to jessgussetcoaching.com slash free resources, you will find them and you can grab one or all of them depending on what you're working on and what you want to learn. And if you want even deeper support and you want one-on-one support and you want to work with me on your career development, on your communication skills, on your confidence, on your upward mobility in your company, check out my website at jessgussetcoaching.com slash coaching. This is where you can learn more about my one-on-one coaching program and you can apply and add yourself to the waitlist, which means that you will be in the queue to get to work with me as soon as a spot opens up. I will drop that link in the show notes. It's jessgazitcoaching.com slash coaching and also jessgazitcoaching.com slash free resources. I'm wishing you so much luck. I hope you start to feel more powerful, more in control, less awkward in meetings. I know it's possible and I will catch you in next week's episode. Bye.